Scrum is a framework that is easy to understand, but difficult to master. One of the reasons for this is that the roles in Scrum and their interactions with each other can be confusing. Hi, I'm Mark Warner, and welcome to PM Lift, helping you elevate your project management practice. Each episode of PM Lift podcast provides a brief, focused summary on a key topic that affects our performance as effective project managers. Today, we're going to be talking about the three key roles of Scrum. All three of these roles need to come together and work as a single team to be highly effective. These should not be seen as silos of specialism with a them and us type mentality. The three roles must operate as a unified unit, the Scrum team. The first role, the product owner, defines what is needed and helps the team prioritize the work and accepts the outputs from the team. The engineering team do the work and give life to the product owner's vision. And the Scrum Master coaches the Scrum team to continually inspect and adapt to help deliver continuous improvements that help the Scrum team to operate more effectively. These are the roles. One person on a team may play a combination of roles, for example, developer and Scrum Master. Equally, the product owner role is just one part of the job that someone in product management may do. Let's start with the Scrum Master role. The Scrum Master is more than the team's administrator. Setting up and chairing the various meetings and calls that the Scrum ceremonies call for is a very tiny part of the role. Ideally, the team should be able to run these ceremonies without the Scrum Master even being present. The Scrum Guide, which, by the way, if you've not read it, then I highly recommend it. It's a a short 18-page read that explains Scrum practices and the required mindset in a very clear and concise document. Anyway, the Scrum Guide highlights the importance of the Scrum Master in mentoring and coaching everyone on the team in Scrum. This includes QA, dev, product owner, as well as acting as a servant leader and facilitating change to maximise the value created by the team. So Scrum Masters are the keepers of the Scrum process for the team, ensuring that the engineering teams and the product owners follow the Scrum practices and continually inspect and adapt in order to improve their efficiency. Being a servant leader means more than helping the team to remove impediments and ensuring the team has what it needs to make progress. It's not about directing the team in a command and control style. The Scrum Master provides services to the two other Scrum roles, the development team and the product owner, as well as to other Scrum Masters. They help to ensure that the product owner's vision is understood by the team and help the product owner to get the best value from the team. They help the Scrum team to be able to do their best work and they help other Scrum teams learn from the successes and setbacks experienced by their team. To be a good Scrum Master, you must first of all need to understand Scrum and be a good communicator. You also need to be a good listener, both to take on ideas from the team, but also to listen out for signs that the team is struggling, even when the team itself doesn't admit it. You need to be able to help the team by removing impediments and by helping them understand the product owner's vision. It's important to stress that a Scrum Master is not simply an administrator or meeting chair. The Scrum Master role is a combination of referee, coach, facilitator, and champion of the Scrum way of working. The product owner role is equally complex and challenging. 
Product owners always have their eye on the product vision and the longer-term direction that the product needs to progress towards. Their time is generally divided between the stakeholders, both internal and external customers, understanding their requirements, concerns and ideas, and the development team, providing the direction on what the product needs to do, communicating and answering questions to help the engineering team understand what is needed. An effective product owner needs to listen to both of these groups, provide direction, make decisions, trade-offs, and communication that drive the product forward, whilst always keeping the long-term product vision in mind. It's a complex and demanding set of activities. The product owner is a key part of an effective Scrum team. They own the inputs into the team and the outputs from the team. The product owner is highly dependent on the development team to create what is needed to meet the product vision that they and their stakeholders and clients have for the product. The product owner takes ultimate responsibility for the work delivered. They are the ones that have to stand in front of clients and internal customers promoting the work that the team has created. If you're a team member, then put yourself in their shoes for a moment and try and think about and appreciate how challenging and stressful that must be. The product owner wants the team to be successful. Their success and the success of the product is dependent on the team delivering against the product vision. So product owners are approachable. They're not scary monsters that the team should fear talking to. They're there to help answer the development team's questions and would far rather do that than feedback at the end of the sprint that what was actually built and delivered was built on misunderstanding and was not what was asked for. Product owners first and foremost need to understand the product at a really deep level and they need to understand the customer and their needs. Their vision and focus aren't on the next two-week sprint, it's on the opportunities and hazards 6, 12, 18 months down the road. They are unwilling to compromise on the acceptance criteria, quality and completeness of the work completed because they know that the customer won't compromise either. Just like we won't compromise on quality ourselves when we are the customer. Think for a moment about your mobile phone. What would you do if it didn't work in an easy to understand way? You'd change phone and possibly operating system. Product owners also need to understand Scrum, its processes, practices, and how to define and explain the requirements in terms that the development teams can relate to. The product owner is focused on the what, not on the how. Which brings us nicely to the engineering team or development team. The development team is very much focused on the how. This is a collection of individuals working together to fulfill the vision communicated by the product owner. It's this group that brings the vision to life and creates the product. Different people in the team may have different specialisms, but they must work collectively to accomplish the work required by being willing to help on every single user story. Otherwise, we end up with team members doing their own thing and hindering the progress of the wider team. A key element of Scrum is that the team is self-organizing. This means that the team can self-manage to get the work completed, swarming on issues and helping each other to collectively deliver on the commitments that the team has made for the sprint. It's the team that makes those commitments. They're not forced on or dictated to the team. The team is empowered to discuss the trade-offs with the product owner and agree on what can realistically be achieved in any given sprint 
at the start of that sprint. Sure, the product owner may challenge and strive for the team to deliver more, and ultimately the team and product owner will come to a mutual agreement of priorities and commitments that the team will meet. Not try to meet, but commit to meet. The development team has collective responsibility for getting the backlog items to done. Not just one person's work done, but the whole item completed and ready for use. As an example, if I tell my wife that I'll go to the grocery store and do the shopping for dinner tonight, and then when I get back, she's busy dealing with the kids. I don't just leave the food on the counter and say, I've done my bit. The shopping's done. It's ready to be cooked. And then go hungry whilst I'm waiting. I start cooking and helping her to cook the dinner. The engineering team, therefore, needs to be willing and able to help each other regardless of specialism to maximise the value and user stories completed at the end of each sprint. And by completed, we mean done. Ongoing reflection on what is and is not working is also needed so that the team can inspect and adapt, not only to reduce and remove technical debt, but also improve ways of working to the benefit of the team and the product. A good, if not great, development team combines excellent technical skills with communication skills. They have the ability to listen to and ask questions of the product owners in order to build an understanding of the business need. Collectively, as a team, they make commitments and then they deliver on those commitments. They need to be willing to step outside of their own specialisms to help the team as a whole. And the ability of the team is more important than the ability of any individual team members. Thank you for listening. Please join me again in the next episode of PM Lift. I'm Mark Warner, and you've been listening to PM Lift, the podcast dedicated to elevating project management practice.